Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Crypto on Tap, the new podcast for you if you are excited about crypto, but have friends and family who are very tired of hearing how excited you are about crypto. I'm your host, Jeff, and I'm a Manhattan finance attorney who fell down the crypto rabbit hole in early 2021. And I know all my friends are begging me to stop telling them how Bitcoin is better than gold or why blockchain is the future of technology. So I've decided to invite some of my favorite people from all corners of the crypto world to join me at my favorite bars in New York City to do what my non-coiner friends won't, have fun talking about crypto. On this episode, I talked to Thaddeus, an NFT artist living here in New York, about his journey as a digital artist and how NFTs are changing the art world. Even if you are new to crypto or just new to NFTs, I hope you enjoy his unique perspectives. I know I did. Finally, before I forget, it's very important to say that none of what you hear on this show is to be considered financial or legal advice. You should probably never take advice from a stranger in a bar anyways, especially financial advice. So now, with the legal jargon out of the way, I'm happy to welcome you to Crypto On Tap. Cheers. All right, so we are here at home base again for Crypto on Tap episode two, and I am here with an NFT artist who I recently met in in real life NFT gallery, and we were both there for a gallery opening, and I met your partner. You listen to my podcast, which, first of all, thank you. You're one of the first like 100 <laughs> listeners, so thanks Absolutely. for that. Absolutely. Uh, and you randomly emailed me and introduced yourself as an NFT artist here in New York. And I think that the NFT space is making headlines recently, but in my opinion, often for the wrong reasons. Mm. And I think that you have a very unique viewpoint on the NFT space. And my podcast as a whole, I hope to design it as blockchain and all avenues and facets of it, not just mm-hmm. how fast can we make $50,000 out of $50. Right. <laughs> uh, and I think that you have a very unique perspective coming at it as an actual artist mm-hmm. who has minted NFTs and recently sold your first one. Congratulations. Thank you. So I am here with Thaddeus, and I'll let you introduce yourself and tell me about your visual arts background. Sure. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. This sure. is my first ever podcast being on. So I'm a little nervous, but it'll be fine. Beer helps. Um, <laughs> That's why I have a podcast in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> Beer helps with everything. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm Thaddeus Andreatis. I'm a digital artist, and I make NFTs, but I would consider myself an artist first, and the, the NFTs as a vehicle for others to appreciate and own my art. And originally, I thought I wanted to become... A filmmaker and then I sort of course corrected into doing 3d animation from a, from a young age and so yeah I've been making 3d animation art telling stories in a digital way since I was since as long as I can remember and recently discovered nfts as a 
I feel a paradigm shift for digital artists, a way to finally for the work that we make to be valued uh, similarly to physical artwork, which I think it hasn't been till now. And so that's what got me excited first about NFTs. And that is what brought me to the Super Chief uh, Gallery where I met you. Right. I didn't meet you. My wife met you. <laughs> That's right. And then she gave me this totally sweet coaster, which I scanned and then found your... Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, so there's a, there's a couple things I want to unpack about what you said. So yep. the bringing value to digital artists in a way that was only previously available to, let's call them physical artists. Yeah. yeah. So... You have been working as a digital artist for a, a, most of your career, if not yeah. all of your career, yeah, yeah. right? But it has been in a very different, more commercialized way mm -hmm. than, than, let's say, a painter or a sculptor. And so, like, tell me just a little bit about, you know, this isn't necessarily a crypto conversation, but it's, it's important to the NFT space, I think. Yeah, so, I mean, the only path that I saw forward for myself that existed before forwards for digital artists is to work in a commercial space in some way, be that commercials, be that video games, film, graphic design for web. You know, there's a bunch of different paths you can go down as a digital artist. And most of them, like almost all of them are commercial. If you're one of the few digital artists that can kind of sift to the top and have your own studio or have your own creative projects, that's wonderful. But for the most part, digital artists are like in service of other things. Right, you are, you are digitizing somebody else's yeah. ideas, yeah. right? Yeah. And so what, it, what do you do at your nine to five? So right now I'm working at this place called the Virtual Construction Lab mm -hmm. and I'm head of visualization there. And we make film, video, animation, any sort of like visual stuff for the facade engineering company, or for the facade engineering industry, which I did not, definitely did not see myself doing when I was in school, but yeah. When you were a kid. Yeah, that's true. So how long, and maybe it's always is a good answer. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been coming home from work as a digital artist saying, man, I just really need to create something for myself? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think there was a shift when I, I, I've been at this place for maybe five years now. And there was a shift maybe a year or two ago where even doing that, um, eventually I believe there comes a point when you realize that you need to carve out a separate space to do your own work, like, and to keep developing as an artist. So separate. you started doing that long before the idea of an NFT even introduced. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I started doing this thing where I did an hour of my own art every day after work, and you know, started to create more of a body of work. And then I discovered NFTs. Um, whoa, actually, whoa, whoa, you just skipped ahead quite a bit. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So how did you discover NFTs? Okay, so... So, so you were creating art. Yeah. I want to know the, the gritty details of how did you go from that to I'm in the NFT space? I kind of fell into it. Um, I... You know, like was, most of us do. Yeah, I was doing my, my work, you know... Actually, something I like to ask my other friends who do art is, if you were on a desert island, would you still do the type of art that you do right now? You know, if nobody was watching, nobody saw it, uh, you didn't put it on the internet or whatever, would you still do what you're doing? Yeah. Uh, you would need, like, power and, yeah, and internet and 
you know, some software updates sometimes. Yes. But, so, uh, yes. And it was a difficult hypothetical for my <laughs> type of art. But if I was on a desert island with no internet, just a computer, and I would still kind of make what I make. Like, I just feel, I feel a, like a gravitational pull towards type of stuff that I like making. I can't really explain it. I just knew that it's what I wanted to spend all my time on, all the time. I didn't really see a way of doing that. Started talking to a friend, a good friend from high school who's also an artist uh, named David Popa. He was like, hey, man, you know, have you heard about this thing, NFTs? You know, I just started doing this research. When was this? Because it, it matters when you heard it. Yeah, I think this was near the, the, the beginning of this year, 2020. What are we in? 2021? One. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The NFT... I know it's been a weird few years. Yeah. We're uh, in 2021. With the pandemic, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, around January, I believe, and then okay. um, I was like, oh, no, I feel like I've heard that before, but I'll get back to you on that. And then I started researching online, I saw Beeple's work, and I'm like, wait, I followed you know your work before NFTs came along, and I like really liked it, and then now he's selling his work for this crazy amounts of money, and I'm like, how is this possible? Like, he's a digital artist, I don't understand, this is not something I'm used to. Mm-hmm. And then... From there, like, how is this possible question kind of drove me to, like, you know, learning a little bit more about the different currencies. And, of course, I've heard of Bitcoin before because most people have. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I had some friends that, you know, invested in Ethereum or Bitcoin, but they were always super stressed out because it was very volatile. So I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to get into that. Right. And, uh, yeah, so I fell down this rabbit hole completely and... So I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. going to interrupt you just a little bit. It, yeah. um, what, when you say fell down the rabbit hole, I think a lot of people in crypto have a similar experience. But for me personally, it yeah. was falling down the rabbit hole of, of trading, right? It was, okay. it was how can I trade better? How can I read these charts better? How can I make better investments? How can I determine whether or not I'm going to get rug pulled? But I feel like you probably have a very different mm-hmm. fall down the rabbit hole definition sure. from yeah, the artist yeah. perspective. So. But just what did your experience look like when you say fall down the rabbit hole of, of crypto? Yes, right. So yeah, my call to action was like, how can I sell my artwork too digitally? How did how did people do it? How did these other people do it? And then I discovered some of the NFT marketplaces that are out there. So I, I applied to all of them and then I, I didn't hear back and I was kind of frustrated so i kept going and then i i got on the discord for for um foundation mm. and and uh so you know that was super active everybody's like trying to find an invite because in foundation you know you need another person who's sold an artwork right to invite you right um so it's amazing to... how much of the crypto universe just exists on discord like oh yes. i found a discord and <laughs> like that's where exactly. everyone's life goes off the rails exactly yeah <laughs> so yeah just like trying to meet people and like get a foundation invite and eventually i did from somebody who honestly i just didn't even contact because I was trying to get an invite. I just liked their work. I saw one of their pieces up there. It's like this lemon that was square. <laughs> it was just a square lemon. It it's was, great. It was it's awesome. great. <laughs> I was like, dude, this square lemon is amazing. <laughs> I love that you try and like add color to it. You're like, no, it, it's a square lemon. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's no, great. It's this beautiful it's, it's great. introspective piece about like it's a square lemon. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, and, and he was like, oh, thanks. And, and then like later, a month later, he's like, hey, so uh, I was trying to sell this invite, but, you know, we're not supposed to do that anymore. So do you want it? Because you were nice. Like you told me you liked my work. Yeah. And stuff, so. so then I got on foundation and then I was like, wait, how do I, I need a wallet to sell my work on foundation. So you were in all these Discord chats and you hadn't yeah. even created a wallet yet. Yes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> the way I learn things, and this is true in my artwork too, is like I see something that I want to do, like want to make, and then I just stumble my way towards it. And I like learn all the tech, all the software, all the techniques I need to do on the way. And then that's kind of how I learn. And then art happens. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. You get invited to foundation and you're like, holy crap, I need a wallet. Yeah. And so I'm assuming, you know, trust wallet, MetaMask. Yeah, MetaMask, figure yeah. that out. And that's, I'm so, that's fascinating. So, yeah, like I said, you fell in the rabbit hole at a very different pace and a very different yes. like, set of steps. I guess so. I didn't really consider it that way. Yeah, so yeah. You, you were trying to break into the NFT space. And it makes total sense because you... And correct me if I'm wrong, but you were viewing it as an arts marketplace, not yes. a, a trading environment yes. or not a, That's you right. know, a, an investment opportunity or whatever. You yeah. you just wanted to be a part of this art community. Yeah, there's a lot of people with the very opposite. I know uh, it's process kind of to you. So that's that's fascinating. So you set up your MetaMask, you get in the foundation. Then what happens? Yeah. So I mint a bunch of artwork there. And I think this was right at the and time. And what was the artwork you were minting? Just to be clear yeah. everybody. So, so I had I had one piece that I started with that was like this fish that I'd already made before. I'd made it uh, like previous to this whole situation. Mm -hmm. And and uh, so it was this fish getting like slapped on the ground and then getting pulled away. And it was, I don't know why I made it. I just thought it was cool. And then... So I minted that, and that was my first piece. So I'm like, but nobody knows about it. How do I get this work out there? So then I was like, oh, I guess I have to be on some social media. Mm -hmm. And I had had to make a Twitter in order to get verified on Foundation. <laughs> Again, you're working in reverse from most of us, but okay, go on. Yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'll check out Twitter because... Maybe it's important because otherwise <laughs> Foundation wow. would have asked me to get verified using it. So, Okay, so you create your Twitter, you've opened your MetaMask account, yep. you've put up your first NFT, Yeah. and I'm going to ask you, has your slap fish sold yet? Nope. nope. But are you very, very proud of that slap fish? Very. Are you upset that it didn't sell? At first, yes. Like, did you have a moment of, I put up my NFT, now I'm going to be, yeah. you know, a millionaire because I put my slap fish up there. Completely. Right. So talk to me about that emotion because I'm sure you are very much not alone in the artist yeah, community yeah. that somebody hears about NFTs and they're like, oh my God, all I have to do is mint this NFT and I can yep. make a bunch of money off of my art. Yep. That's a very good question. I, and uh, I think money does weird things to your mind. Absolutely. And uh, so... Yeah, Crypto I, I would be mind. lying if I if I didn't say like I would had this hope that I would put this first piece up, can be able to quit my job and just make art all the time, which is, I still want to do, but um, it didn't happen, and I was like, you know, you go through this 
this, these phases. First you say, oh, man, this isn't selling as fast as I hoped it would. Uh, I feel kind of depressed. And then he's like, no, it's fine. Yeah, I want to keep making things, so I'm going to keep making things. So I'll put it up, and sure, I'll have this up and down when I first put it up to be like, oh, man, nobody bought it. But then, you know, I'll go back to making the work, and that's what I want to keep doing is keep making the work. So, um, so... Doing what you're not supposed to do. You must have been really nice to the Square Lemon guy for him to invite you in. I guess so. Because you met none of the requirements before no, this guy no, invited no. you in. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. I guess it pays to be nice. Yeah, yeah. It's it's good to be nice on the internet. It gets you pretty far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so you have a few pieces on foundation mm-hmm. that have not sold, and... You know, you're on episode two of a, a crypto podcast in a bar, so I can't promise you this will help very much. But, <laughs> um, you have sold a piece, yeah, but it was not on foundation. No. And before we talk about the piece that you sold, sure. I actually want to hear about how you transitioned from foundation to this other platform. Because we yeah. talked about it a little bit before we recorded. Yeah. It sounds like you have done your research. You know, you are not an uneducated yeah. NFT individual. So tell me about that process yep. and, and how you landed on where you landed. Sure. Yeah. So I think with each piece, it's been, I have to rethink. Every time I make something, I have to think, why am I making this? Am I making it because I want to sell it? Or am I making it because this is something that I feel passionate about and I gravitate towards? And some pieces, I would look back and say, oh, you know, I feel like I... I thought too much of this as an NFT piece and not enough as, a, as an art piece. And so I'm constantly trying to return to like, what do I feel passionate about and, and gravitate towards? Combine that with my, my research, which is, I basically looked at every platform that I could, like, and what's their deal? What, is it a gimmick or is like is something actually different about it and stuff like that? And I did come across async thought it was really cool because it allows for programmable art, um, dynamic types of art. Um, what exactly does dynamic NFT mm-hmm. mean? Yeah. Because, you know, does that just mean it moves around? Because a lot of NFTs do that. Like, what, is, what does a dynamic NFT mean? Yeah. Okay. So when I say dynamic, uh, yeah, that's a really good question. When I say dynamic, I'm thinking the, the form of the art piece itself is dynamic. You know, videos move and music plays forwards usually and, you know, images are dynamic for their colors and movement that are part of the image. But I'm saying dynamic in this case as the art piece itself can change form. You know, it's, it's, it can, you can build elements into the piece that change over time. You can build elements into the piece that are changeable by people that own different parts of it. It's wait, wait, wait. So, you're wait. Let's say there are three parts to a piece. Yeah. There's a an avatar or a character. Yeah. There's a foreground that yeah. that character is interacting with. Yeah. And there is a, a background. Yeah. You're saying that all three of those pieces of a particular single art piece. Yeah. I could purchase one of them as an NFT and then 
at any time or at a given time or at a chosen time decide which one I want to display. Mm -hmm. But it may not... I, I may or may not be in communication with the person that's, that's yes. deciding what the character is if I own yeah. the background. Yep. So... What I am potentially looking at at any given time is the collective effort of everybody that owns the different pieces of that NFT. Yes, um, you are. You that's are really cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's when we talk about like, hey, why are NFTs different and interesting or whatever? That's one of them. Yes, exactly. So that's that's what really pulls me to it because it's like, you know. People look at each step in technology. There's a phase where at first we do what was possible in the previous technology just kind of moved over to the new technology. Right. And you there's know. nothing wrong with that. No. You know, like selling an NFT as a photograph that already existed. Like that's yeah. great and, uh, yeah. and whatever. But what you're talking about is new. Yeah. So and, now we're and what about, you're talking about yeah. is dynamic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. So... You know, when people are talking about um, the utility of tokens, like sure. things that you can actually do that's new, with an, even with an art piece, then that got me really excited because like, I really gravitate towards things that's like art and technology combining to make something new and that it couldn't have happened before. Right. And so this is made possible by this platform, Async, and I believe it will continue to be more possible in other places, too, down that's the road. fascinating. So... And I was like, oh my gosh, somebody wants to pay money for my artwork. This is amazing. <laughs> Here, cheers to that. Yes, somebody wants to pay you. money for your artwork. That's oh, a yeah. moment. <laughs> so I want to get your thoughts on, you know, crypto penguins and bored apes and the more collector environment of NFTs. Do you yeah. think it is promoting NFTs in general or do you think it's bad for art? I think I've come to a different place now than I used to be. And when I, when I first was like doing my research and, and seeing these projects like CryptoPunks and Board Ape Yacht Club and some of these Avatar projects, I, I guess I bounced off of it pretty hard because sometimes the art is, is good, sometimes it's horrible, but somehow people are still buying these avatars for absorbent amounts of money. And I was just like, I don't get it. I don't understand. Like there's this person who's, who's labored over this art piece for months or years. I don't know. And you know, they're struggling to get their work sold. And then there's this, uh, yeah, you and I project. both know that, that, that labor hours and blood, yeah, sweat and tears it, in art has yeah. never equated to value. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, but I think I've come to a place now where I appreciate them as facilitators of community, mm. and you know, you know, there's a collecting aspect, there's a, you know, an aspect of utility where you'll be able to use these tokens in some projects to do other things, and they have events, and um, and I have appreciated that actually, you know, over time how that's valuable for the community to have these different projects to unite around and meet people um, mm -hmm. at and you know you get ex you you maybe your your eye gets caught because of this cute you know avatar then you jump in and you meet these people and it, it can be good i think it's positive 
Um, so I've come to a different place now, and I've actually invent, invested in a few um, avatar projects because I kind of... So you are now artist and collector. I am, yeah. So I took that first, uh, the Ethereum for that first sale, and I decided to turn it back into the... Like a true degenerate crypto investor, yeah. you, have not, you have not pulled any money out of any profits of anything. You yeah. just shove it right back into the crypto environment. Yeah. 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 Cheers to that. <laughs> As you should. Yeah. yeah I actually, uh, I, I've coached a few people in investing in crypto. Um, and somebody asked me at one point, like, hey, how, how do you how do I take my money out and put it back into my bank account? And I was like, I, I don't know, I've never done that. <laughs> I, I just I just keep reinvesting my profit. Yeah. Shit. So I know that you are much more of an NFT artist and you sort of backed your way into the crypto space. Yeah. But I also know that you have invested in, in yep. some cryptos and yep. you've looked into to crypto projects. And I have to ask you one question that I'm going to ask all of my guests to come on the show. Yeah. You get to pick one coin to buy and hodl for any extended period of time, but you will never get to buy another coin. Mm. So it is last call. You get one crypto project. Which one are you buying? That's really difficult. Knee-jerk reaction is Bitcoin, because it's proven, it's been around a long time. But all my art's on Ethereum, so I feel like I should invest there. So I guess I'll have to go you with You only it. get one, bartender's asking you, last call, let's go. Ethereum. Ethereum, okay. You think it's gonna stick around? You don't think the gas fees are gonna be a problem? Uh. Last call. Okay, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'm, I'm probably going to get everybody to say Bitcoin eventually, uh, just because okay, okay, it's okay. the only right answer, but all right, thanks. Yeah, no, that's okay. All right, so thank you very much for uh, daring to be on episode two of the podcaster. Yeah. So you only listened to episode one, and you agreed to be on episode two, so thank you very much. Uh, if anybody wants to find more about you or find and purchase your art, yep. uh, where can they find you? So they can find me on pretty much all uh, platforms as T, and then my last name, Andreadis, so T-A-N-D-R-E-A-D-E-S dot com is my website, I'm on Twitter as well, and then I will be building Making an Instagram. Because I've convinced you. Yeah. Yes. And then as well on foundation, <laughs> I have some artwork up on it as tan, under Chandriatus and as well on async. There'll be more pieces that will be great. Appearing. I yep. look forward to seeing what happens. Thank you. And I might buy some of your pieces. Wow. Definitely not the I fish stuff. That one sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> I would be honored. All right. Thank you for coming, man. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers.